welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm here today with my co-host, Jerrica Rydell. We are the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening. Hey, Jer, how are you? Hey, Alex, I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm good. Uh, life has been crazy. As you know, we, we recently moved into our new place and uh, the, the move went well and it's starting to feel like home, but there's, uh, there's just so much to be done now. So many boxes to unpack. Um, I mean, we, we got the, the main part of the house ready. We can, we can live and cook in the kitchen, which is huge. The bathrooms are all usable, all of that kind of stuff. But um, I don't have an office space yet. And the garage <laughs> looks like a tornado. So my gym isn't set up yet. So uh, th- there's a lot to be done. So it's, uh, it's chaotic, but it's, it's fun and exciting. That's good. Yeah, I saw you turned into a pool boy. Yeah. Yeah. We got a pool. Uh, that's a whole new venture for me. I don't know anything about pools. So I had some friends teach me, teach me what to do with the pool. And I mean, we pulled the cover off and it's green and I was like, Oh man, is this, is this ever going to be usable? But I, within a couple of days, we were oh, swimming. Yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome. So you've already been in. Oh yeah. Lots. Lots. Oh, very cool. That is so fun. Well, I'm glad everything's going well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. What do you have for us today? Uh, so my my topic kind of goes hand in hand with this. My topic today is is BAMs. So people have heard me talk about BAMs. There are bare ass minimum, and what I what I mean when I say our BAM is is kind of what can I commit to in my worst week or my busiest week or the hardest times of my life. Um, always reminding ourselves what our BAMs are, but but I want to do specifically today is is BAMs around training and seasonal training shifts. So, so a lot of people this time of year are like, oh, I love, I love getting outdoors and I want to get out and I want to hike and I want to walk and I want to run and I want to swim, but this leaves me with less time for training. So, um, we get worried, right? What, what's going to happen with my, my, my strength training, the resistance training, all of the exercise that I put so much attention to in, in the colder seasons. Now what? Um, so the reason I started really thinking about this is because my gym's not set up. So my gym in my house is where I do most of my training. Um, in this new house, it's going to be in the garage. And I, my garage right now is where all of the extra boxes and crap that we haven't moved is stored. So there's no way I've got a gym in there right now, not even close to what should a gym should look like. Uh, so I'm not doing any strength training at home. That being said, uh, I don't want to lose all of my progress. So what I've done and, and, uh, what I've done, I've got a lot to cover here, so I'm trying to stay on track. Um, (laughs) what I've done is I've started training at a a gym, like an LA fitness twice a week. Um, full body workouts just to kind of maintain my strength level. And then I've put the rest of my, when I would typically exercise in the morning, now I'm putting that attention into running and swimming. And so that's, that's what, where I'm at and what brought on this topic. I know we have a lot to unpack here and and talk about those. So uh, what are your thoughts right off the hop? Right off the hop. I love how you said um, full body to maintain, right? So 
you've acknowledged that you found your bare ass minimum, and this is going to be different for everyone, two times a week with your weights is going to be enough for you to maintain what you've worked so hard on maybe throughout the winter, right? So understanding that, like you said, there's seasonal shifts and periods of your life that are going on that you're like, okay, now my goal right now is to maintain the muscle and focus on other things that I still enjoy. And I think that's key here is, is what can I maintain? And for you, that's two times a week. And for you realizing, okay, I don't have a ton of time. I'm busy work and I'm moving full body is going to be my best bet, right? I can tackle multiple muscle groups just so that I can keep the muscle that I've, uh, that I've worked so hard on. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a really cool start. So leading up to the move, I was doing about um, five strength training sessions per week at, at like 45 minutes per session. So not super long sessions. Um, now slightly longer sessions, two times per week, not really making progress, but the goal isn't to make progress. I just don't want to lose all of that work I put in this winter where I wasn't really running very often at all. Um, my conditioning was a little bit lower now coming into the summer. I know that I'm going to want to do some runs, some Spartans and other, other five, 10 K runs. Um, I know that I want to get into swimming and get better at swimming. So it's like, okay, this is our, this is a good opportunity to change our our priorities so now instead of running once or twice a week i'm slowly upping the running to three four maybe five times per week with two strength training sessions so the amount that i'm training isn't drastically changing uh just just the priorities are shifting and, and where i'm putting that attention um i think this is really important for people to to listen to though as as life changes and as you get thrown curveballs too, because it's not always the intentional shift. So for a lot of people this time of year, you, you want to get outside more. And so it is an intentional shift. I'm going to strength train less because I want to hike more. Okay. You're making that intentional change. So let's set your bare ass minimum so that we don't lose progress on the strength training, uh, but get to put more attention into that. And then in the winter, we can, we can come back to strength training and pick up where we left off. Well, there's also the unexpected. And this is something that I did a poor job of a couple of years ago and I broke my ankle. Something crazy happens. You break a bone and you're like, Oh man, I was making amazing progress in strength training. Obviously when I broke my ankle, I was, I was at the time I was squatting, I think three times a week, I couldn't squat at all for a period of time so it was very easy to slip into that all or nothing thinking but the same rules apply here we can quickly pivot pick new areas that we're going to focus on and set some some bare ass minimums around what we're capable of so at the time I wasn't capable of squatting but I could still do mobility work which I did Um, I could still do some upper body strength training which admittedly I didn't do enough of Um, and then you can, you can put your attention into other things like core work or flexibility, mobility, uh, conditioning in different, in different ways too. So, so I think this is something important for everybody to prepare for, even if something hasn't forced you to change, because there's always going to be something along the line that will cause you to change. Yeah. And I think, like you said, sometimes, you know, you're, you're on this program and, some people, you know, they come to us and like, okay, I'm ready to, it's winter time. I want to build strength and focus on it. And then like you said, something random comes up. Well, 
it's, it's always good to have, like we, we set multiple goals, right? We don't just set one specific goal. We always usually have one overriding goal, but it's good to have multiple goals where something happens where it's totally unplanned. And now that specific one goal of squatting, maybe X number of pounds can't happen. It's like, okay, what else is important to me? Right. We have to find what else is still going to be that driving factor. What else is important. And for you at that time, it might've been working on mobility or maybe working on core. It's still finding something else that's motivating or something you enjoy. And a lot of our clients right now, it is getting outside. Yeah. Right. A lot of them are asking for a run program or just workouts they can do outside because they, they love being out there. And, and that's, that's important because that's, that's what's important to them. And that's what they're going to make work. For most people listening to this, moving more is your number one goal when it comes to fitness, moving more and enjoying the process. If you're hiking and biking and swimming, you're probably doing a lot, maybe enough without even doing resistance training, but I would encourage everybody to add resistance training. Um, But I want you to think of this as you set your BAMs, as you set your bare ass minimums. Okay. I've made the conscious decision here. I'm going to put more attention and time into being outdoors. What do I need to do to make sure that when strength training, resistance training, or other goal becomes a number one, a higher priority, I shouldn't say number one, as it becomes a higher priority again, I can leave myself in the best possible situation. So, so for instance, uh, I broke my ankle, squatting no longer could be a high priority but I know it will eventually become a priority again because I love squatting. What can I do to make sure I'm in the best possible situation for squatting once I can squat again? Keep working on mobility, keep working on my core work. Those are two things I'm capable of doing uh, X amount of times per week. That's going to look different for everybody. Same thing applies. I'm going to focus right now on getting outdoors more. I'm going to focus more on hiking and running and biking and swimming more. What can I do to make sure that come next winter or cold season when I know I want to get back into a gym I'm not way way set back how many days per week do I need to exercise which muscle groups do I need to focus on uh where do where do I need to pour that limited attention because I'm not I'm not expecting anybody to all of a sudden double your training time if that's not realistic for you so we need to become efficient with our training time it's funny you say that it's like you're you're explaining what I, one of our clients that I had this conversation with the other day, it was, you know, they were strength training a little bit more often, but now, and they were worried because now they're spending, they're almost apologizing to me as their, as their exercise coach saying, Oh, I didn't do the workout today, but I actually spent two hours biking. And then I went and did it like a 30 minute paddle in the evening. And it's like, well, you don't need to apologize for not doing my workout program because you're, you're not sitting on your ass, lack of better words, all day. You're still out there moving. And, and like you said, for most of our clients and most people that listen to these podcasts, movement is the goal, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily, we don't, you know, you're likely not listening to this as a number one powerlifter in Canada. Like you're listening to this because you understand that there's lifestyle changes that need to be made. And one of them is moving more. So I said like, no, don't apologize. Let's just look at the movement you did. You're actually moving more than you were on the strength training program that I had you on. However, what is still the goal after this season? And it was still just not starting over because they had worked hard on, you know, gaining some upper body and core strength. So our bare ass minimum was, you know, let's make little 10 minute, five to 10 minute circuits that we can throw in as almost like a, even a warm up, 
right? Let's, uh, before they're biking. So, okay, so you're biking every day, your legs are getting a great workout, right? They're mountain biking. It's super challenging, but the, you know, the shoulders and biceps. So let's do a little upper body circuit right now. Our bare ass minimum is twice a week, twice a week, 10 minutes. All I'm asking is for core and arms to balance out all the legs that we're doing. And it's just having those conversations with yourself or with your, with the coach or, um, and understanding kind of the mechanics of it all and, and finding those bare ass minimums. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, gr- a great example of this is in the way that we break down our workouts. So if we're, if we are in the gym five days a week and we're, we're lifting weights five days a week, we're probably going to be able to prioritize a lot of the smaller muscle groups. We're going to be able to f- put some attention into things like biceps and triceps and calves where we, we might not always have the time and attention for if we're going down to two days per week, well, that's where we need to trim the fat, right? That's where it's like, okay, you probably don't need to put as much attention into the bicep. It's a very small muscle group. Um, we can we can capture it a little bit in some of the other rows and pull-ups and chin-ups we're doing, but we don't need to be doing specific bicep curls because we're only in here two days per week and we don't want these workouts to be three hours long. So let's focus on those big compound movements that are going to have a bigger a bigger long-term impact and they're going to get us keep us as close to the goal as possible when when this does become a higher priority right no exactly just maintaining what we have and compound movements are the way to go for sure um all of these same rules apply to nutrition but i didn't i didn't want to come into this as a nutrition episode it was more about the training because i know a lot of people's training goals are changing but the same things apply so just briefly it is okay to go through seasonal changes in your nutrition also, but think of the BAMs, think of the bare ass minimums. How can I make sure, okay, maybe fat loss right now isn't my number one priority because I want to, I want to go to the parties, the barbecues and, and enjoy the summer, but that's not an excuse to eat like an asshole to completely reverse all of the work you did set your BAMs to make sure that when fat loss becomes a high priority again, you are still where you left off. You didn't make a huge regression. Um, that That's kind of the big message here with both your training and your nutrition is whenever we change goals, seasons, shifts, look, say, is this going to become a priority for me again? If it's not, if you're like, if you're like, I never want to ride a bike again, then you don't need to set a BAM for biking. That's but a really you, good point. Yeah. If you know next season you're going to want to prioritize biking again, then how can I make sure I'm leaving myself in a good situation to take off biking? Absolutely. That's uh, I'm really glad you brought that that up because I started to think about that. I was like, and and some people are probably sitting here wondering, well, how long? Like, what's my time frame until I want to revisit? Like, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Like, right? Some of some people are going four months and they're and their bare ass minimum is going to be two, two times a week, 15 minute strength training sessions, because the summer is at camp where there's no access to weights and it's access to kayak and running. Then four months is your time. It's going to be individual to each person, but just like you said, recognizing, is it ever going to come back to be a, a, a priority? If yes, hmm. then bare ass minimums is set a couple of those. For sure. Cool. For sure. Because there's nothing more frustrating than being like, Oh, <laughs> my God, I, I worked so hard on running last year. I didn't do any cardiovascular training all winter. Now it's May and I'm out running again. And this really sucks. Like, like let's, let's try to maintain a little bit of that progress we make through the off season 
if you look at any professional athlete, it's the same thing. They're not going to, they focus on a lot of body, uh, body improvements in their off season. Then they get into their sports season. They focus on the sport, but they're not letting all of the physical training that they did fall to the wayside. Yeah, exactly. They have their barest minimums from their coaches to say, you got like, it's very similar to what you did. Full body, trying to prevent injury, keep yourself primed, but focusing on what's important. And to them, it's their season. And to you, it's uh, getting moving more. For sure. And, and I I don't want people trying to think that we're comparing you to, to a pro athlete who it's their full-time job, their full-time like it's obviously easier for somebody who that is their only attention to focus on. I get that, but we, we need to treat ourselves in a similar manner on a smaller scale. Definitely. Um, I love it. Yeah. I've got nothing else to add here. I think that's, that's everything I wanted to cover. Um, did, did we hit everything you'd like to? I think so. Do you have a tip for everyone to take home with them today? Yeah, I do. Um, one, one thing that we often get caught up in is, is like, I don't have time for meal prep. Um, we, we, we overcomplicated a lot. So I, I encourage you guys to think of what is the, what is the most simple version of what I need to accomplish here? So if your goal, for instance, is to get protein and vegetable and it not to taste like absolute dirt, right? That is kind of the primary goal to increase protein, increase vegetable and to still enjoy it. Uh, A recipe that I've been using recently, egg whites in the carton, frozen spinach in a bag, mixed together, microwave until cooked, put a spoonful of salsa on top. Okay. You're getting, you can get as much protein as you want from the egg whites. You can get as much vegetables as you want from the frozen spinach. And you flavor it with like an organic salsa, which is going to have next to no sugar and a bunch of different vegetables in it. Um, This is a really, really great breakfast or lunch. That's probably, if you're microwaving it, it's going to take you like two, three minutes. If you're pan frying it, it's going to take you like five minutes with the cleanup. Um, Keep it simple, guys. Think of what is the easiest version of what I need to accomplish right now. And use that. Stop trying to overcomplicate this and, and think that this has to be the most difficult, uh, difficult in-depth meal possible to get to my goals because it doesn't. And if you're someone who has a family, you know, typically you guys are cooking dinners, right? So if you're cooking dinner, I would just say make more. You're already there mm. making a meal. Just just double it so that you have food prepped. Um, so it's like, you're not spending any more time because it's, it's still, you're still there in the kitchen. So, um, it's just finding those times to save, to save time, I guess. Most, most of the time that meal you're making for your family, you don't even have to change for your goals either. Like, like we're not, if you're making hamburgers for your family, maybe you don't have the cal- the caloric room for the cheese in the bun but you can certainly still, I guarantee you can fit in the patties and bed up your vegetable portion a little bit, fit in the patties. Maybe you have calories for the bun and cheese. Maybe you don't. Um, but like we, we get caught in this idea that I need to have a completely separate meal for my family. No, you don't. You can make a little tweak to your meal so you can all eat the same. It might mean because you had hamburgers instead of a really lean piece of steak that you can't have uh, that really big late night snack, but you can still fit it in. I guarantee you can fit it in. So you're not making two completely different meals. Okay. That's it. 
Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for being here as always. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, please feel free to reach out to us or comment below wherever you're listening to this. Um, if you enjoyed the episode, take a screenshot of it, share it to your Instagram so that your friends can see it and we can get more listeners out here. Uh, and as always, uh, if, if there's topics you'd love to hear us cover in the future, reach out, send me a message, and we will definitely do that. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thank you.